The bliss of the abyss, it's here now. Welcome back to the bliss of the abyss. Finding freedom in the unexplored and the unexpected. Oh yeah, catchphrase is back. This week on the show, I have Carpiet Martin. Uh, he's back once again, the lyrical master with the ill behaviour, with the ill behaviour. Speaking of ill behaviour, I'm still unwell. So I'm going to keep this introduction short. Stop texting me, thank you. Um, and just say that actually after this, Carpet got very unwell and had to leave. So we didn't get to write any of our show. Um, but it's going very well. Thank you very much for asking. Um, anyway, uh, without any further ado, because oh, I feel bad. Um... Carpet, hope you're feeling better soon, mate. Robert, hope you're feeling better soon, mate. This is Abyss of the Abyss, episode 72 with Carpet Martin. Spooky season. Oh, good grip. That's a lot of blood. Do you want to explain it? That is a lot of blood. So, uh, it is... It's the finger you use the most. Yeah. Uh, the middle one. Oh, that's nasty. So, you did this on what? One of those guillotines? Yeah. Slicing potatoes. I cut my finger on a guillotine probably about ten years ago. Uh, and still can't feel the end of that finger. Really? Yeah, absolutely true. Fuck. Yeah. It's done something. This is a useful finger. Scar's gone, but oh no, mine's the other thing. Mine's the ring finger on my uh, on my right hand. So no use for that. Then. No Ooh. use for that, ladies. Sorry. Um, How did you do it? On a guillotine, just so, like you. Yeah, no story. Okay. Yeah, no story I'm at all. Nothing interesting. Story. That's all. You went to hospital, didn't you? I did. I didn't. Well, I I just only bled it out. I should have bled it out. I feel like less of a man. We called we called one one one. Yeah. And they said, um, we'll call you back in an hour. They called back three hours later. Brilliant. So it was like 11 at night on a Friday. Friday the 5th of November. And they're like, you've got to go to hospital if it's still bleeding. I was like, it is still bleeding. Can I not go to hospital? No chance. No chance. You're there. A&E. How long were you in A&E for? About four hours. Oh, God. <laughs> it was rough. So this is a seven hour ordeal, your yeah. finger. Yeah. Just cut it off. Well, Just get rid of it. I'm going to hold on to it for now. You know what I did get rid of? The tip. In anger, I just threw it and I couldn't find it then when they were on the phone to be So later. it has taken the whole of the end of the finger off? Yeah. Oh my, I couldn't tell that from the... Uh... Look at the angle. In the the x-ray was great. you've got great. no fingerprint on that finger? There's no fingerprint currently. Like the mafia? Yeah. You've had it burnt up? I mean, I do. I, I razor them off every week anyway, <laughs> <laughs> just in case. Yeah, no fingerprint currently. Oh. And they said that I have to keep this on for five days, but look at the state of it already. It's mucky. What have you been doing with that? Uh, oh, I, I know. Ten... Hang on, that's your, that's your, that's your bum-wiping finger. <laughs> Is that how you take care of business? <laughs> Just one finger. Just one finger. <laughs> you have a that. special job, young man. <laughs> <laughs> no, I tended a fire. See, I, they, my mum had a, a bonfire where we burned like two years' worth of wood. Really? Already. Yeah, because uh, there was not one. There wasn't one last year. Um, and I'm usually sort of the fire marshal. And in don't, my don't pride and stubbornness, yep, that's right, the fire marshal. You mean you stand next to a fire while it goes up? No, 
I feed it. I tend it. Okay. I keep the little ones away. Let them, you know, get involved in a small amount. Lots of air. Create a flue <laughs> at the bottom. Yeah. That's right. Um, pyramid style. I was in the Scouts, you know. Were you? Yeah. I was in the Scouts for a bit. Okay. I'm willing to guess we had kind of a similar career in the Scouts. Was it a buggering? <laughs> shouldn't have said that. I didn't get buggered in the Scouts. No. No, I, I should say they've done a lot to rebrand the Scouts. <laughs> <laughs> some skeletons in that closet. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We shouldn't, we shouldn't laugh about uh, child abuse. That's not funny. I'm not laughing about child abuse. I'm laughing about the oh, Scouts sort of rebrand. Oh, God. <laughs> no, I was, I was me, I'd Luca. like to go on record and say nothing untoward happened yeah. that way. But you learned how to build a fire. I did learn how to build a fire. They tried to force me to go to church parade. Which, you know, the whole I'm Jewish angle didn't really wash with them. Can they said, fly? yes, but don't you want to be saved by the Lord? <laughs> He's not here yet. What do you mean? <laughs> sure I would. When he turns up. <laughs> no, I am. Um, so I was I was there for, I think, about four years. So maybe that was that's going to be the difference between us because all my mates went. Right. So we we, we so go on like camping how trips. Are you? You're 35 now, aren't you? 36, yeah. 36? Yeah. That's what I said. Uh, so, yeah, I'm 41. So, yeah, there's, there's five years between us. Yeah. Okay. But nothing... No, I, I imagine your scouting experience is very similar to mine. Not a lot happened in the scouts. Not much happened. Yeah. But I was waiting for flying cars and food and pills. But, absolutely. Uh, it, five years later, it's still not there. No. Mm. We went sailing occasionally. That oh, was yeah. fun. We went camping. That I used to stuff sail. I like most. With the, with the scouts? Uh, no. No, just for kicks. <laughs> well did the fun run out why did you stop I don't know really I just I kind of fell out of it yeah the fun stopped the boat. when the just fun stops stop when the fun... oh right here's a problem okay but I want to know how many badges you got in the scouts and then tell me the problem oh I don't know 10, 20 something like nerd yeah 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 I got zero you got zero badges you were there for four years you got no badges I got participation badges you fucking got even that. better than that my older brother was head scout scout of the year he won an award. Oh, you're a thick scout. <laughs> you're a thicko. I liked capsizing boats rather than sailing them. Let's put it that way. <laughs> anyway, carry on. Uh, where was I? Oh, yeah, gambling. Oh, gambling. God. Right, so I got an email the other day from 888Poker. Um, Lovely. Online. Just checking in. Uh, I've got an account with them, mm -hmm. and they said, you've not used your account for some... Basically, I've, I've withdrawn from anything that could cause addiction. Right. Uh, and you've not used your poker account for a long time you've got uh, $82 still in your account ooh, ooh, which we're taking off. which we're taking away no what Don't yeah what? Well, well, because you've not used your account in such a long time uh, however if you contact us uh, to say you want it reinstated we'll reinstate it for you and I thought 82 quid I don't have the, the app on my phone anymore don't have it no, but 82 quid. 82 quid still 82 well, 82, quid. $82, $82. Right, what, 60 quid? Yeah, yeah give or take. Yeah. Um, so I installed the app again uh, to get my $82. Cut two. <laughs> Three hours later. I'm now playing online poker again. I hope that would be the answer. Um, and, and are you up or down on the... Uh... Yeah, I've now got $81 in my account. <laughs> I'm not, I, don't go, right. I don't go crazy with it. I'm, I'm fairly risk-averse when it comes to gambling. So I just do, like, you know, pennies at a time. Yeah. Um, but nonetheless, it's, uh, it's crept back in. God. I know. Well, you know what? That's really their fault. They were being, like, 
a shitty drug dealer to you. Yeah, it's almost like they're responsible. Almost like they want me to gamble. Who well, knows? like that, but I mean, I, I would never cast aspersions like that on any poker. You know, that's just beyond the pale. I met a guy once who worked for Ladbrokes. Was it Ladbrokes? It was Ladbrokes or William Hill? William Hill it, it was one of the big ones, right? Yeah. It, was a, it was a high street, a high street chain betting shop. Yeah, and he was in charge of their corporate things, where they take mm. uh, their best customers to the races or they take them to football matches and, and look like after that. them look after them um, to qualify to get into his gang you have to have lost £150,000 in a year £150,000 it doesn't count grand. they don't care how much you've won oh no, no you could have but not won they a want single penny they want you to lose the whole lot of course shirt off your back yeah um, but yeah so they'll give you a, a ticket to go and see the, the Manchester Derby yeah um, but that ticket has cost you £150,000 oh fucking hell I mean it'd be a great day out right you'll have champagne you'll be in the box all of the rest of it but, but your wife's left you yes and you'll lose a lot of money <laughs> yeah it's fucking ridiculous did you have there's a good um, it's, I think it's a Louis where he goes to Vegas and like meets these like high rollers is that the one where he meets um, he also meets people who are living in the sewers yes yes I have seen it I've seen it. That, yeah, it's it's pretty stark. Yeah. The old capitalism. It's pretty desperate, isn't it? Swings both ways. Yeah, for sure. So you've got these like miserable businessmen rolling in, being treated like friends by yeah. workers of the casino, yeah. who are just milking them for every last penny. Yeah. And they're just throwing away millions of dollars on the table, and then you've got people literally living in the sewers. You've been to Vegas, haven't you? I have, yeah. Yeah, me too. Um, what did you think of Vegas? How did you get on with it? Oh, I hated Vegas. It's horrible. I hated it at first, yeah. and then kind of got to like it. Um, I hate the Strip. Yeah, the Strip was horrendous. But uh, is it Fremont Street, which is kind of the old Vegas, where they've got the Golden Nugget and the, the uh, Cowboy? See, I didn't get to go to really any old Vegas. I was there on a family trip, oh. and I was only just able to drink. I was like 21. So, old so. Vegas, I really liked. Oh. Because you could just sit outside a, a bar yeah. and just people watch. Sort of a dusty day. old cowboy it's, vibe. Yeah, yeah. It's a little bit grubby. It's a little bit run down. It's yeah, not the sure. glitz and the glamour of the strip. Right. Um, but I really liked it. That's that's that was kind of my place. Was it full of sort of like freaks and weirdos, or was it? Like oh yeah, yeah, People yeah. down on their lark. It's, no, it was full of freaks and weirdos. Right. The outskirts. People who couldn't make it on the strip. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of was, appealing. There was one um, homeless guy who was holding a, uh, a board saying, uh, my wife left me for my best friend. Uh, please give me $5 uh, so that I can send it to him as a thank you. It was ah, kind of place. <laughs> nice. I like the way he's taking ownership of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. Now, the Strip was... See, all the big places on the Strip, like the uh, the Venice, the one that's fake Venice, or the yeah, one that's like... Venetian. Yeah, the one that's the Eiffel, Eiffel Tower. Oh yeah, uh, the Paris one. Yeah, uh, I can't. Parisian. Remember you could have. It's not the Parisian. I know. It's Parisian. Uh, what's it called? For the joke, it was. The one with the Eiffel Tower. What's it called? The Win. Hmm. I could just name them. Caesar's Palace. No, Caesar's Palace is the Egyptian one. So the Egyptian one was the coolest. The point I'm making is the oh. Egyptian one was coolest to me because I'd been to the real versions of these other ones. Yeah. So just seeing like some shitty Vegas version where it's smaller and tacky, yeah, you're yeah. like, well, this is crap. The, the Egypt one was a bit like, oh, I suppose that would be what the pyramids would like. Where did but, you stay in Vegas? Uh, 
God, I'll tell you what I remember. So it was Caesar's Palace is where we stayed. Yeah. And when we checked in, big long line, the people in front of us, all of them were on some form of, mo- some form of mobility support. Easy for you to say. <laughs> <laughs> I was a strapping lad of 21. Um, yeah. Crutches, Zimmer yeah, yeah, frame, yeah. wheelchair. And they, I overheard this snippet of a conversation being like, no, 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 I didn't get health insurance. <laughs> Why? It's like, well, because when I win big here, oh, I'm going to have enough money for that and double. Oh, no. And I'm just looking at these miserable reprobates. What have you done? Like, this is not, this is a disaster. Everything, I was led to believe that Vegas was really, really cheap. And it's not. It's bloody expensive. Yeah, it's super expensive. It's really expensive. But I, I heard that everything was subsidised by the casinos because they just want you in the casinos gambling. Yeah. So it's like free drinks and this yeah. and free food and all that. Yeah. Well, not a sniff of it, mate. No. I think it's because I'm not a high roller. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that's you probably the reason. Roller. Yeah. Um, you know, they might have bought me a beer if I just lost a grand. Yeah. Um, but they, uh, yeah, I didn't get any of that. It was just very expensive. To the extent, check this time I'm staying in a hotel called The Aria. Uh-huh. Uh, which is one of the newer hotels, uh-huh. very, very posh. Um, you get into your room and you're given an iPad, and the iPad does everything. It, oh, it right. controls all the lights, it's it controls cool. the TV, you can make the curtains close and open. Yeah. Um, just really exciting stuff. Yeah. Uh, they had a mini bar in there, which was completely stocked up. Completely stocked. Um, my girlfriend opens the mini bar, takes out a bottle of water, goes, Oh, this is a really fancy looking bottle of water. I'm in the process of re Are you one of these people who when you get into a hotel and they've got one of those booklets with all the instructions like and the Wi Fi code and you know, points of exit and things like that. I'm a I'm a sucker for that stuff. I okay. read it back to front. Absolutely. Before, before I do before I take my shoes off. I'm gonna look at their menu. I'm already in, full in the knowledge I'm not ordering anything from yeah, this bullshit menu. Exactly. But I want to see what their stupid club version is. Yeah. So I'm lo- looking through this menu, <laughs> through this guidebook. And uh, I suddenly come across the, the bit about the minibar. Yeah. <clears throat> the minibar has scales in it, so it knows when you've taken something out or put something in. And so she's oh, taken right. this bottle of water out. So is you've it got, already... You, no, you've got 60 seconds to put it back. <laughs> <laughs> Even getting stuff from the minibar is like gambling. If it's out of a minute, then you're paying for it. Right? How much do you think the bottle of water was? You know it's either going to be really expensive or really cheap. Really cheap. I'm guessing it's the, the former. Um, what year were you in Vegas? I was in Vegas in... 2000... I'm going to say 2018. Okay, so fairly recently. Okay, so I can use pretty... So I'm going to say it's 849. 849. $8.49. Put one in front of it. 949. No, no. Put a one in front of it. $18. $18 for a bottle of water. For Very nice bottle. Poland Spring. Are you Lovely sure? What was bottle. it? It's not like smart water. It's like Voss or some shit. Yeah, I can't remember what it was. Yeah. It was, yeah, $18 for a bottle of water out of the minibar. Here's the other thing. If you put something in the minibar, yeah. uh, it also, because it's weighted, so there's a bit of space to put something in there of yourself. You want yeah. to put a chocolate bar in there or you want to put your, you know, something in there. You want to put your insulin in there. Yeah. Uh, it weights it. It works out you know, the weight of what's in there. And yet what? Charge rent? $150 a day. To store for private stuff. use of the minibar. That is such bullshit. $150 That's a day. 
I was about to say it's deeply immoral, but we're literally talking about Sin City, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I suppose that's not a surprise. Yeah, and it's weird seeing the uh, advertising for all the brothels as well, because it's legal in Nevada. It's a very strange, creepy, gross kind of place. I opened the um, uh, the bedside drawer, yeah, uh, and there were leaflets for um, girls, girls, girls. Yeah, not which had obviously. Been left there by the previous occupier and the, the cleaners not, just not furnished the by the hotel. No, no, no. I don't think they were on. Uh, I don't think it was a side hustle. That they no, were uh, but sure it was. It was in there, and you just thought, oh god, the last person sleeping in this bed was doing it. Yeah. With, uh, yeah, yeah. It's. I don't know. It's. Um, I was about to compare it to. I think last time you were on the podcast, we talked about Amsterdam. We're obviously complete reprobates. <laughs> we're not, though. That's the thing. Well, you and I aren't. We've been to the places where we've, the reprobates live. We've seen it. We've lived. <laughs> but we just don't take part. Because I was talking, actually, before we started recording about Dubai. Oh, yeah. Maybe I'll tell you the under. So you were in it Dubai. It kind of made me think, the, the Vegas thing kind of made me think about Dubai. Because that's like, all that stuff is going on, except none of it's allowed yeah. by the state. No, no, it's all right. I'm going to lean uh, over and get my tea. That's all right. I'm, I'm going to get my coffee, actually. You've left your tea bag in. There we go. Okay. Top up with some lovely Cravendale. Oh, only the best. <laughs> Is that their slogan? Only the best for the captain's table. <laughs> oh, what sterling tea, Rob. Not bad, huh? Listener won't know this, but um, you were... Stiff me on sugar. I have a lot of sugar in my tea. Whenever you make me a cup of tea, and you've even admitted to this, you you put half the amount of sugar in because you're looking after me. That's right. Best but, interests at heart. That's but why. With this, it's a big mug as well. You put you put just the right amount of sugar in. It's lovely. Well, you know, when you said two sugars, I I thought you know what the man's tired. I'll treat him. Those are two tablespoons. Oh, that's perfect. That's actually what you mean when you say two. Keep going. <laughs> Keep going. Anyway, so I was in Dubai for a, a tutoring gig. Now this is one of those all expenses paid. They fly you out, nice. they put you up in the Ritz-Carlton, they pay for every meal. What were you tutoring? History, GCSE. A doddle. Have you got any kind of qualification in that? I've got an A-level. Cheeky. <sighs> got a cheeky B. <laughs> it was during the year so there you're was the... So you're the man the shakes want. <laughs> to teach their kids yeah, history. They don't they don't aim too high. It's not about academic excellence. It's all it's about a, the face. Well yes, your face fits. That's right. Yeah. I, I was I, the reason I got a B is I was during the there was a scandal my year. There was a marking scandal. Alright. So you look at the breakdown of my results and I got A's in every module apart from the coursework which got a U. That happened to me with French. Really? Yeah. So fucked. they so we it was meant to be modular and it was yeah. the first year that they brought in a modular testing system yeah. for, for A-level French and uh, our teachers went no we're just going to do all of the modules at the end of the two years mm. we're not going to we're not going to space it out we're just going to do all of them in one go <laughs> it's like yeah okay fine right hopefully in two years time I'll be able to speak French <laughs> turns out I couldn't <laughs> um, the but again I got all sort of A's and B's yeah. for every module yeah. except uh, the speaking module right where you basically go and you're interviewed and they tape it and then they send it off to an invigilator yeah reason i didn't we were told that we were allowed to have notes in it yeah um 10 minutes before the first person went in for their exam they went yeah nobody's allowed any notes 
I'm guessing you hadn't memorised the page at that point. No, because I was safe I in the knowledge that I was allowed to have notes in there. Um, nobody in that year uh, got anything above a C yeah. because of that module. Yeah. I got a C. Um, except for one girl who was French. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so well, that's a that's sort of a scandal in that your 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 uh, your um, what's it called? What's the word for it? School? Yeah. yeah I just suddenly started seeing place. stars. I think I'm passing out. We're what tired. Why are we both so tired? I don't know. We're it's sleeping too much. The clocks have changed, and it screwed us. Clocks changed on Sunday morning, and yeah, I'm. We're yeah. both insomniacs who are getting like eleven hours sleep a night. So something's we're not used to it. It's very strange. It's a very strange feeling. It's very. I literally was just seeing stars then. Which... I should be running on adrenaline right now. I'm like a, yeah. a, a cockroach. I just it's nothing. I just work on instinct all the time. It's often been said. Um, but the but yeah, at the moment I'm feeling. I'm just. I could have a snooze right now. Can if I you have want. A snooze right now. Yeah. So I just, sure. should I just go quiet for a bit? And I just realised we've got the washing machine in the background it's as well. Noisy. It might be the least <laughs> professional podcast ever. <laughs> anyway, so it sounds like you deserved a C for your French, quite frankly. The school did you dirty. Yeah, I think I deserved more than a C. I think I deserved... With your notes, you'd have done, you got an A, presumably, because you're reading off the page. Um, yeah, well, <laughs> it's difficult to say, isn't it? You can only play the team that's in front of you. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think I would have done better, certainly. Well, look, I, I was definitely the result of a scandal because it wasn't just me. It was a bunch of us at school who were doing really well, and apparently the grades had been too high that year, so they were artificially deflating them. Right. So I got you for my coursework, which, by the way, my teacher predicted would get an A. Because right, wow. they get to look at it in front. So I got it back and I sent it off for, for remarking, right? To right, be like, right, hold right. on, this isn't fair. Yeah. Got it back. Same exact result. And they gave me the copy of the, of the coursework. This is what the, the first marker had done. Tick at the bottom of each of the four pages. This is what the remarker had done. A tick below those four ticks. That was it. You. What? That was it. That was their... No comments, no no crosses, as you might expect for something that would score so low. Nope, just that's so weird. So I got a B for my uh, for my history, but I'm very good at history. That's why they employed me to teach history in Dubai. What's your best bit of history? Best bit? Yeah. Favorite what's, bit. What's your favorite? Teach? Favorite history? No, just favorite in general. Favorite period of history. Yeah. You know, what? I, I do quite like teaching the history of medicine. That's pretty good. Okay. There'll be people like I'm not very good with the names. But when I teach it, I'll remember his name. Um, penicillin fella? No, he's an Austrian. No, he's an Austrian doctor. He was the first ever. He was working um, at a, a, a facility that was both a morgue and a maternity ward. Auschwitz. Uh, <laughs> that's one of my least favourite parts of history. You won't be surprised here. Um, and uh, he he noticed that the mortality rates amongst the newborn was incredibly high. Oh, okay. And there were, you know, people who'd go from literally dealing with a dead corpse to mm. delivering a baby, and he suggested, why not, why not just wash our hands? Crazy idea. Everyone's like, you're a nut. What are you talking about? He was like, no, no, no. Why don't we just try it? See what happens. See what happens. What's the worst? Thing? Twenty seconds. Happy birthday twice. All it will take. There we go. Yeah. Right. Happy birthday to me. Yeah, the mortality rates absolutely plummeted. For the newborns, of course, because but they, they didn't know about germ theory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and he was so pilloried in his field that they ended up locking him in an insane asylum where he died. What? They reversed the policy and the mortality rate shot back up. 
And then germ theory was like another 20 or so years down the line. So That's mad, isn't it? Yeah. I remember seeing once, um, it was a segment on, I don't know, children in need or comic relief or something like, a, a, a charity segment, uh, where um, they went over to Africa and they were looking at projects that they were doing, things yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. And one of the projects they were doing was teaching uh, new mothers uh, to, again, like you said, wash their hands and about what germs are and things like that. Very deprived areas, not a lot of education. Um, so they were teaching, actually, this you need to be clean if you're, if you're doing all of this. Mm. Uh, and uh, they were like, yeah, great, 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 great. Um, so this lady was changing uh, her baby, changing its nappy. Yeah. Um, and, you know, wiping the bum and all that kind of thing. Uh, and then wash her hands. It was like, fantastic, fantastic. She then drank the water. Because why would you waste water? Oh, yeah, when it's so precious. Exactly. You, you'd have exactly. to seriously really, fight your... It's massively stayed gang. with me. I must, have, I must have seen that 20 or 30 oh, years ago. so brutal. It really, really stayed with me where you go, oh, God. Because it's just, it's an alien concept, yeah. you know? It's, again, it's just another thing that you have to have learned or else you might just... Yeah. Especially if you have to walk fucking 10 miles just to get any. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's going to be viewed very differently. That's so depressing. Awful, isn't it? Yeah, Jesus Christ. So, how is she? Uh, we've not kept in touch. Okay, well. <laughs> pen pals, you know, difficult in modern age. Anyway, there I am in Dubai um, teaching history. Oh, teach, oh, we're still on the history anecdote. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The history yeah, yeah, yeah. of yeah. medicine. Yeah. Uh, and the thing with Dubai, have you ever been to Dubai? I've not been to Dubai. It's one of those that's on the list really but but low down it is well it's on the list but it's it's one of those i'm going to do when i've run out of other places yeah if that makes sense are you going to run out of other places probably not um but i'd like to see it because so many people do rave about it do they yeah some people some people absolutely hate it yeah because obviously it's a completely fabricated place you may as well go and walk around canary wharf for the afternoon exactly um but at the same time, it's got loads of cool shit there. So I'd, I'd, I'd like to go and see it, but I haven't. Anyway, you're All teaching the cool, history. The problem with the cool shit there is like none of it... I guess it's like what we were talking about with Carcassonne earlier. Mm-hmm. It's like at least Carcassonne... Literally, there was this medieval city there, and it did look like that. And sure, a lot of it was destroyed, and they built it, and now it's quite like Disneyfied. It is Disneyfied. But... That is what Carcassonne historically was, yeah, yeah. and they just built the wall where the old wall was, and built it in the style of how it used to be. Dubai literally didn't exist until about 50 years ago, yeah, yeah. and then they just built this mega city out of the desert. So there's no like original culture really going on there. there was, it wasn't a city, it was just like a small trading post. Yeah. So there's none of that stuff to get into, it's just megalopolis shit so you got the Burj Khalifa yeah right and you look around tallest building in the world wow but there's nothing to see apart from like the man-made the islands that look like palm trees yeah, yeah. or the the weird fake beach stuff or st- other than that it's just de- desert not amazing does it just desert yeah yeah and then other than that like all the cool stuff is like we've got an indoor ski slope yeah or they have, uh, when I was there, I guess it's been built now, they were like, safari coming soon. It's like, that's a jungle environment. So how much yeah. CO2 are you pumping into the atmosphere to make a safari sus- sustainable? As in, to get the water and the trees and everything actually there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and same for the indoor ski slope. So you just have this icky feeling the whole time of like, it's all 
fake and gross and bad for the planet. And like something like eighty five percent of people who are there are expats. And yeah, that doesn't surprise me. They're all just rich businessmen expats. It's a bit like um, Shanghai. So 30, 40 years ago, Shanghai was this tiny little town almost. Mm. Yeah, it was on the river. Yes, it was a training post, but it wasn't anything big. And uh, I went to uh, a museum in Shanghai that showed you uh, what it was like like 40 years ago. Yeah. And it was just like fishing huts and stuff like that. Right. And what it is now, which, again, is this megalopolis with yeah. huge skyscrapers everywhere. Yeah. It's, it's absolutely incredible. Do you see that picture? I posted a picture on Instagram the other day of um, Greenwich. Uh, in 1980 mm. and what Greenwich looks like now and it's the uh, it, it's looking down the hill from where the observatory is uh, over Greenwich College that's cool uh, and uh, yeah it, 1980 the background is just basically fields and small buildings and now Canary Wharf is behind it ah uh, here we go I've got it yeah oh, oh my god there's literally a whole city's worth of skyscrapers it's incredible isn't it there's, so you've got the the Greenwich Park, which is obviously beautiful, and then behind that there was, yeah, nothing. One shitty tower block, and then all the rest is all but, the skyscrapers. All of that's gone up over there. forty years. Yeah, apparently there's something like two hundred planned for the next ten years in London. Oh, they're, they're just, just going to keep whacking them up. One know? of the um, cause I, I one of my side hustles is um, being a tour guide for movies and TV. Yeah. Uh, and one of the tours that I do is a rom-com tour and you know it's Love Actually and all that kind of thing and there's a scene in Love Actually where Liam Neeson is sat talking to his stepson and his stepson's going oh my life's terrible it's all awful he's like, I'm in love that's why oh love, isn't love difficult blah 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 um, but they're sat on a bench on the south bank uh, not far from the Oxo Tower and there's a, a, a shot of them from the back where you can see the gherkin in the distance, right? Skyscraper, and it's got scaffolding all around it because it dates from like '99, something like that. Mm. And um, they're building the gherkin at that point. I take tours there now to that very bench. You can't see the gherkin because <laughs> of the skyscrapers that have been built around it. Okay, now, yeah, 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 that's crazy. It's mad, isn't it? Mad, but progress, progress. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so Dubai has that feeling, right? It's just like God, we're endless skyscrapers. <laughs> Fucking hell. There's really no punchline as well. It's a good end. It's a good end. So I'm so out there. So we can spread this out to three hours. Teaching the history of medicine. Oh, yeah. Um, history of uh, uh, suffragettes. Oh, right. Now, this kid was pretty misogynistic. Okay. Uh, his dad was pretty strict Muslim. Well, I say strict Muslim. He was bringing his son up strict Muslim. He himself was not strict Muslim. Let's okay. put it that way. Okay. Um, How long were you there for? Two weeks. Mm, lovely holiday. Very nice. I ended up in the bar quite often because that's the only place you're allowed alcohol, is yeah. in the bar. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, drinks are like £25 for whatever. Are they really? Is it really that expensive? It's really that expensive. And you can't get the alcohol anywhere else. And it's full of pros I should move doing them. their job. <laughs> I should definitely move them. Well, there's no, there, there's no income tax, that's the thing. So that's why a lot of businessmen like it. Yeah. Great. It's all just funded by petrodollars. Um, Can I? J has the anecdote finished? No. Right. Okay. Cool. 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 <laughs> Let's see. We're uh, thirty minutes in. I predict I'll finish it around the forty-seven minute mark. Okay. Cool. But that's only because you're interrupting so much. I'm so sorry. Uh, please carry on. No. So no. You're no. In, you're in Dubai teaching history. That's right. Teaching about the suffragettes. Uh mm huh. -hmm. And so um, a misogynist. 
Too misogynist. Great. Yeah. He's like, yeah, but they're not really equal, right? Are they? I was like, what do you mean? It's like, well, men are so okay. stronger and better. It's like, ah. Let's park that in the no, but I can't be bothered to go into why, because we've had this discussion 15 times already, you little... Uh, and just carry Do you know on. what ladies are good for, though? They're good for looking pretty. <laughs> eh? That's what they're good for. Looking pretty. And that's the other thing about Dubai. There's just plastic surgery on display everywhere you look. Right. Which is... But it's weird because it's also a, like a Muslim place. So, like I said, the alcohol is banned in lots of places. Mm-hmm. And you have the... Like, any, any kind of local woman or, or devout woman full head-to-toe gear, right? Or some variant of the niqab, the hijab, depending on how strict they are. And then, like, Instagram models with fake wobbly bits and weird pulled faces everywhere. Do you think that that correlates to the lack of alcohol? Because Mm. um, people don't have uh, the old beer goggles on. (sighs) So, (laughs) people having to get plastic surgery to look nicer... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> in order to in order to mate I think but it's uh, I think it, no I think it's a side effect of oh, too much wealth yeah. so we're we talking about in Vegas it's, it's people people who, who waste two million dollars on a poker table have too much money mm. they should be doing something else with their money like give it to the people who live in the sewers or charities for the people who look after the people who live in the sewers or something yeah not shoot off into space you know I'm not happy about all this space stuff not happy about it at all, mate. It's not good, is it? It's not a good look. It doesn't make sense, does it? It doesn't make any fucking sense. A billion pounds to, or a billion dollars to send Captain Kirk into space for ten minutes. I did quite like Captain Kirk going out there. Well, I'm, I'm not sure. Out of all of the stories around, here are the two things I like the most. Number one, Bezos's rocket looked looks like, like a, a dick and balls. Looks like a dick and balls. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's just really good. And then number two, Captain Kirk got to go up into space. At the age of 90 or something. In a massive dick and balls. <laughs> That's how he would have wanted it. You know? Anyway, so I'm in Dubai. And um, teaching history, as you do. Still still on this underground. <laughs> still not got to the end of it. Feminism. Oh, yeah. And uh, anyway, we're on the beach. Right. Uh, as I You're said, teaching on the beach? <laughs> Let me put it this way. Teaching this kid went like this. I would turn up and he'd go, when is our first break? Oh, he's keen. <laughs> he's keen. <laughs> and we would schedule breaks. And his mum was there and she was like signing off on this. And she would do a lot of his note taking for him. So, um, and at, I kid you not, at certain points, when, when we were in London, so obviously we did it in London first. That's how they knew me. And then they flew out okay, to Dubai, okay. right? So I actually had a relationship with this kid over a few years. What did the folks do? Because they sound quite wealthy. What, 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 what were they in? He was a, an air conditioning magnate Ooh. from Saudi. Good I don't place to, to sell so air conditioning. Um, it's pretty hot. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he, uh, yeah absolute fortunes. Right, right. Uh, also head of a, you know, like a giving foundation. Okay. Um, and she... I don't think had a job, but they... She was checking when you were doing breaks. She was very much, as a very hands-on mum, she did a lot of good mumming. Very good. Big fan of her. Excellent, cool. Very good. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, They had a photo of them, I might have to bleep out all of this, but they had a photo of them um, with Obama. They were like one of the first big, just those, just them two and Michelle and Barack, just like 
for his first election. Right. So she was like super progressive, okay. and not that Obama's super progressive, but she, you know, yeah, she yeah, was, yeah, yeah. She was. They have, they have pedigree. We'll they have pedigree. Yeah. And then, um, so this kid was kind of caught between these two streams. She was an American progressive woman, and he was a Saudi slightly regressive man. Okay. Uh, and then they met in the middle somehow. I don't know. True life. I think. I think. I don't think you need to bleep any of this out. I think you've been. Uh, Cautious enough in, in what you've given away. Maybe. I don't think there's, I don't think there's an issue there. Anyway, we're anyway. on the... Oh, you're in Saudi. Yes. Yeah. Not no, Saudi. You're in, in Dubai. We're in Dubai. You're in Dubai. And you're teaching... History. History. Yeah, yeah. That's Are you right. teaching about the suffragettes? Suffragettes and, and the suffragists. Do you know the difference? Um... Uh-oh, somebody hates women. <laughs> no, I don't. Hey, listen. I think... Yeah. Women... Yeah. Should be treated as if they're equal, all right? <laughs> the, <laughs> the suffragettes, <laughs> the suffragettes, and the suffrage, suffra what? Suffragites? Suffragists. Suffragists. <laughs> yep. Is it like um, potato, potato? No. Is it like stalagmites and stalactites? Yes. One goes down, the other one goes up. <laughs> In a weird way, yes. Okay. The suffragists were the first wave. All right. Uh, who were very polite and you know, would have little meetings where they would say, it would be awfully nice if women would vote. Right. Uh, the suffragettes were like, fuck this, kick the doors down, let's make shit happen. There's a horse, I'm jumping in front of it. Yeah. Right, okay. That's the two differences. Um, and it's arguable which one had the more impact. Um, okay. It's probably just World War One that had the biggest impact because women obviously showed their worth in a very quantitative way. By yeah. the fact that all the men were off at war dying and the country still ran very well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's probably more what gave women away. But the suffragettes obviously helped, as did the suffragists. As you can see, I'm a great teacher of history. Yeah, it's working. I'm learning um, a lot. If only he paid attention. Oh, Literally, we'd, we'd be paid for, for... I'd be paid. He wasn't getting paid. Um, and I'd just be sitting there teaching him and his dad would come in and be like, I can't say his name, I'm going to bleep out various things, but I'll, I'll say it, but I'll bleep it. He'd be like, Fahad, I've bought you clothes. And he'd be like, come, from Harrods or whatever. Right. And uh, he'd have like five, you know, boxes of like Gucci or whatever. How old was the boy? He was in his GCSEs. Kind so of, he's kind of 15-ish. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, so then he'd just disappear for half an hour trying on clothes from Harrods. And I'd just be sat there be like... Well, ba -da -ba -da -ba -da -ba -da. Playing chum manager. Yep, that's right. <laughs> Uh, or Clash of Clans is what I was into at the time. Ah. As was he. And it's one of those freemium games where... In-app purchases. Oh, yeah. And he I, he would show me his thing. And, you know, he'd have like 50,000 gems or whatever. Which is like, you know, 10 gems cost 20 quid kind of thing. Wow. And he'd just have endless money. And he'd just be like, ding, 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 ding. It was crazy, crazy wealth. Anyway, yeah, we, we used to play Pro Evo or... Uh, Call of Duty and his mum would come in and bring me like dinner she'd be like pizza and they'd get pizza from Harrods this all sounds ridiculous doesn't it but it's true so they were basically paying for you to be his friend yeah did he have any other friends yeah he did yeah oh. he's quite a popular kid as far as I could tell well, he's got all those gems doesn't he <laughs> gems do make you popular yeah. um where was I? So I'm teaching history. You're teaching history, and you're in Dubai. Yeah. Yep. Okay. And you're teaching about the suffragettes and the suffragists. Okay. And the suffragists. I won't. I won't quiz you on the difference. I'm pretty sure you know now. 
Uh, Stalactite? Stalagmite. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Have you seen that Harry Hill bit? <laughs> You're gonna have Great to Dane, Quiche Lorraine. <laughs> Pekingese, cheddar cheese. <laughs> anyway, um, we were on the beach and uh, having lunch. Yeah. And um, God, I don't think I want to finish the anecdote. My hooks are literally tented. What? <laughs> Come on, you've got to finish it now. Tented? Ten tentered, ten maybe. Because yeah, sure. you're on tenter hooks. What are tenter hooks? I don't know. What's a tenter hook? Is it like like tender, like your like a, an old spelling of it, like you're ha- hanging meat on it? Why would you be on tenter hooks? Yeah, though? that makes sense. Does it? It kind of does. It's better than anything I've got. You're well, looking it up. I'm looking it up. Yeah, Phil, vamp, as they okay. say. So you're in Dubai, oh, and you're God, teaching no. history. You're teaching about about suffragettes and tenterhooks. Tenterhooks are hook nails in a device called a tenter. All right. uh, Tenters were wooden frames used as far back as the 14th century in the process of making woolen cloth. Oh. Tenterhooks. Which now means nervous anticipation. I'm on tenterhooks. Finish this anecdote. So you're in Dubai. Yep. You're in Dubai. I don't want to finish it. Dig up, stupid! <laughs> You're teaching history. Yep. All about the suffragettes. And the suffragists. And the suffragists. To a 15-year-old boy. Mm-hmm. On the in beach. between, In between playing Call of Duty on the beach. That's right. Okay. Anyway, there we are. Yeah. And um, we're having lunch with um, with the family. What, uh, what were you having for lunch? What was lunch? Oh, well, I'm here, glad you asked. Here we go. Fresh seafood. Ah, oh, only the best. The works, which I'm not sure if... I'm willing to guess that's not allowed in in the same way that Jews aren't allowed to eat that stuff. I'm willing to guess that the Islamic code of eating does not allow for... Damn you, Leviticus! Shellfish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Leviticus and his 3,000 rules. Um, rules of eating. Now, how come Christians are allowed to eat that stuff? And it's in the... Is it because, like, the Christian Bible basically says, you know all that stuff before, most of it... No, well, some of it, yes. You're not allowed to wear mixed fabrics, are you? Right, exactly. Cloth and linen is very much. Yeah. As you can see, I'm breaking all the rules right now. You're in your pyjamas. How dare you? This we- is my work gear. Is it? <laughs> you need another job. <laughs> Rob is currently sat wearing pyjamas. You're the one who quit the most cushy job I've ever heard. Well, don't worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> um... So it looks like seafood is, the majority is halal. Lawful to you is what you catch from the sea and use it for food as provision for yourselves and for the travellers. Quran 596. So there we go. Okay. So we go. Yeah, so so it's a miracle of Allah and proof is divine power. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Actually, the point you were making earlier about like the drinking drinking dirty water and washing your hands and stuff, mm-hmm. there is like quite good evidence that religion is like quite a good preventative of disease. Well, it's uh, and I don't so I don't have any faith. It's not it, it's it doesn't it's not in my life. Um, and I, I I'm going to say something, and if it offends anybody, I, I really hope it doesn't. That's not where it's coming from. But a lot of these holy books are basically self help guides. Yeah, absolutely. It's um, like be good to other people. 
Wash your hands. Absolutely. Don't eat this dirty stuff. You'll get sick. And and like I say, I don't want anybody to to take any that the wrong way or take any offence in it. Yeah. But um, you know, don't at me. But it's. Uh, yeah, I think my audience are. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so too. Bunch. I think so too. But yeah, yeah it's a lot of self help. Yeah, I think so. Why don't you eat pork? Because well, we didn't have a fridge, and uh, pork goes off. Yep. And when it goes off, it's really bad for you. Yeah. Trichinosis and all that stuff. Yeah, so, okay, so you're allowed to eat seafood. Anyway, we ordered a big old load of so seafood. So hang on, let's just reset. You're in Dubai. Yep. Okay, and you're teaching history. And you're teaching the suffragettes and suffragists. That's right. Okay, to a 15-year-old boy. Yep. You've been playing Call of Duty. All the time. But now you're on a beach. Now we're on a beach. And you're eating seafood. Yeah, okay. that's right. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, a private beach. A private... So you're in Dubai. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Teaching history yeah. about the suffragettes and the suffragists. I want to bail on this anecdote. What you're, time eating, you're eating seafood yeah, on the beach. 47. Fresh I called it. Okay. <laughs> this might be the worst stand-up <laughs> bit ever. Um, anyway, so this the seafood is delivered, and we're having lunch. It's me and the family, and like some of their mates who've had more plastic surgery than I have ever seen on people. Wow. They're just so plastic. It's okay. extraordinary. And um, this woman orders the uh, king prawns. Oh, that sounds good. Now, are you a fan of the king prawn? I don't mind a king prawn. I love a king prawn. So yeah. they're fresh cooked. Oh. They're bathed in some kind of delicious, you know, butter, Buttery, garlic yeah. type thing. Yes, this sounds good. Oh, it's astonishing. I'm anyway. hungry. What are we going to have for lunch? Oh, my gosh. We get king prawns. Oh, I could get something. Yeah. We'll definitely deliver over. Oh, I'm hungry. Yeah. Um. Mm. Is, is a king prawns a bit too much for lunch? Well, they weren't too much for lunch on this occasion. Okay. I mean, it depends how you're having them. I suppose if you're sort of having, like, a plat, a seafood platter is quite a lot for lunch. If you're yeah. not, if you're not on holiday. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, if we're getting it delivered here, it does seem a bit much, doesn't it? It's quite extravagant. But free de mer. <laughs> free de mer. Yeah, it sounds like a slogan. Freedom air! Um, <laughs> All right, Extinction Rebellion. <laughs> Gluing yourself to the podium. No, there's a new one. Uh, yeah, the... Um, uh, insulate, insulate Britain. Insulate Britain. Yep, that's right. I'm all for it, but, you know, don't don't glue yourself to a road. That's the problem. Well, that's always the problem with these. I'm, I'm the, the message I'm almost always on board with. Yeah. Like, yeah, def- we, should, we should insulate Britain's chilly, breezy housing stock, definitely. Save a load of money doing it yeah. and help the planet. Great. Really good. Invest money in it. Great. Shall we super glue ourselves to the road? Mm. That's how we're going to get it done. But they're getting a lot of press out of it. Yep. They're getting a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of people who are um, learning about... I didn't but know I've... about this insulation crisis. I didn't know about that. But I feel like... Like, for anyone who's sort of right-leaning and consumes right-wing media, mm. the, the press they're getting is complete tarring and feathering. Yeah. And it's only going to entrench these people against what is essentially a positive message. Well, you've got to take action. Yeah. Like the suffragettes. Yeah, that's right. So, you're in Dubai. Yeah. <laughs> Stop. You're teaching history. Why don't you let it drop? <laughs> <laughs> to a 15-year-old boy. You're teaching about the suffragettes and the suffragists. Mm-hmm. And you're on a beach. Yep. Eating private beach. Private beach. Seafood. Eating seafood. That's right. And everyone's got plastic surgery. Yes, that's right. Okay. Lots. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, this uh, this lady, let's call her 
John. John. <laughs> John uh, gets the the king prawns delivered to her, mm. and um, I've forgotten about the king prawns. Her nose wrinkles up in disgust. Now, was it? Did it wrinkle up in disgust, or was it just a bit hot and she melted? <laughs> To be fair, I'm not sure. <laughs> uh, I'm not sure if it could even be, be called a nose at this point. It was uh, it was quite the sight to see. Uh. You know the when you see Michael Jackson's nose over the years, and yeah, it just yeah, slowly yeah. morphs into I don't know what. Yeah. Some kind of shrew. I don't know what it looks like. At so it's a tiny little nose. Yeah. And that's all wrinkled up. Yep. Mm, uh, sexy. At these delicious king prawns. Delicious. They they look so beautiful. And she goes, what the hell is this? And the, the waiter... Has she not ordered them? She'd ordered them. Oh. The waiter... Now, this is another one of the things that I hate about Dubai. Because there's so many of the uber wealthy there, they treat the waitstaff like shit. Yeah. And the waitstaff are constantly like bowing and scraping in the hope of some hundred buck tip type thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, it's, a, it's an uncomfortable relationship for me to observe. And obviously, yeah, yeah, I, I just feel that way. Um... And he goes, uh, uh, I'm sorry, madam, are these the the king prawns? D didn't you order the king prawns? And she went, yes, of course I ordered the king prawns, but I didn't want them to be disgusting. Okay. And he said, uh, I'm, so I'm sorry, what's what's the problem? Would you like me to take them away? She went, yes, take them away. And he went, okay. And she went, but bring them back. What? And he went, what do you mean? She was like, without the disgusting parts, the shells, how can you serve them to me like that? Disgusting. That's half the fun, getting them out of the shells. And, it's, you know, sucking the juice out of the brains? Yeah. Have I pushed it too far? No, it's fine. It's great. It's, you order king prawns with shells on, yeah, you get stuck in. Yeah. You buy the ocean. Nice little finger bowl to, uh, the, with a bit of lemon in it and yeah. uh, wash your hands off at the end. I've never before seen or since seen anyone ask the waiter to de-shell their prawns. Mm. The disgusting bits. The disgusting bits, yeah. <laughs> the parts that are the animal, you know. The carapace exoskeleton. I know, and they were big, juicy jumbo. You know, they'd done their job. Yeah, they bottom fed till the, you know. <laughs> <laughs> they fattened themselves up all nice for you. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, the disgust. I've never quite forgotten it because it, essentially, I thought like you, but you ordered it. You obviously like king prawns. Yeah. So it's a weird disconnect that you find them also disgusting. Okay, I don't think I feel that way about any food that I eat. No, because you just wouldn't order it. No, just wouldn't order it. I mean, there's a person who in the past has ordered like steak tartare and not realised it's meant to come raw. Right. Um, and I, I, I could get that. I can understand that. But if you want king prawns, you're getting king prawns. Yeah. And to be fair, ordering steak tartare, it will usually tell you, you know, yeah, yeah, this yeah. is raw yeah. type thing. Yeah, with a raw egg and... Same with king prawns. Sure. Shell on. That's the phrase that is universally used. So did he take him? Did he take the shells off for it? He de-shelled them at the table, in a disgusting display of That's bowing and scraping. Absolutely worse. Imagine ordering horrible. king prawns. The king prawns turning up and the waiter taking the shells off for yeah. you at the table. Well, she just kind of sat there very angrily and tutted, and then when he was finished, he was like, oh, "Is that okay, madam?" And she just didn't even respond. He just took away the shells. Grief. And uh, I had to act like it was all fine the whole time. Is the anecdote finished? Uh, no. Okay, cool. <laughs> all right, so you're in Dubai. <laughs> yep. And you're teaching history. 
Yep. To a fifteen-year-old, you're teaching. I'm going. You, you're off. <laughs> teaching <laughs> about stalagmites and st- no, hang on. Uh, teaching about the suffragettes and the suffragists. I'm not coming back. And in between playing Call of Duty, you went to the beach, and there was a woman there with lots of plastic surgery, and she ordered some king prawns, and the king prawns came, and the king prawns had shells on them, and she said they're disgusting, and the waiter deshelled the prawns for her at the table. Correct. So that's where we're up to. That's where we're going to finish. No, no. There's more. There's a singer in here somewhere. Come yeah, on. can you can you help me find it? <laughs> <laughs> would you mind? <laughs> that would be uh, very much appreciated. Hey, you're a writer of comedy. Uh, how would you uh, how would you punch up this ending? Uh, one of the prawns yeah. is still alive. Mm. Not bad. I like that. And it's screaming. It's yeah. screaming as the waiter pulls its shell off. That's cool. That's cool. What about, can we think of a pun? Um, okay, hold on. Hang shrimp. on. Something shrimp or prawn. Uh, plastic S- surgery as well. Food. Nice. Little uh, pr- prawny. Filler. Prawn nose. Pr- pr- prawn, prawny surgery. Bug. Pr- seafood. Seafood. And eat it. Uh, Leviticus. <laughs> what about Leviticus? I think we found think, it. <laughs> what do you think Leviticus would think about plastic surgery? Do you think he'd be in or out? Ooh. So I think, I exaggerated before, I think there are over 300 rules in Leviticus. Mm. I'm willing to bet he'd have, he'd definitely have an opinion on it. He wouldn't just sort of let it go by the wayside. I'm willing to bet Leviticus would not be in favour of it. No. He struck me as a bit of a conservative type. This is your chair, a little bit. You know? The whole you can't have milk thing. I mean, that's how are you going to drink your tea? How would you survive? Very, very badly. Are you still drinking four pints a day? Have you cut it down? Uh, No, I'm probably on about two or three pints of milk a day. Cut it down? Yeah. Yeah. I drink a lot of milk. Yeah, but now with all the poker, you don't have time to fit it all in. (laughs) Furiously joining tournaments. Now, does it does it tick the box that it used to, or do you feel like it's like a shadow of when you used to be playing, like a high roller back in the day when you had your eighty bucks? I've never been a high roller. I've only I've only ever gambled pennies at a time. Okay. I don't so you, do okay. Do you lick? You take? Yeah, that's the mantra, isn't it? Never gamble more than you can be able to lose. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, if I lose, if I lost that eighty quid tomorrow, yeah. it's not the end of the world. Right. You know, I'm gonna still be able to eat. Yeah. It's 80 quid I've forgotten about. To be fair, it's 80 quid that in effect was going... It's basically free money. Yeah. But I still think that it's the absolute scandal of the story is the fact that the company were like, we've taken it from you. No, no, but they said, we've taken it from you, we'll give it back. You just have to say, you want it back. But that's not cool, though. They can't just be like... No, I think that's all right. Really? I think that's okay, yeah. Why? Well, it presumably costs them money to have an open account. Hold so, on, no. Don't, don't, then it, it must be in some kind of escrow account where they can't earn interest on it. Okay, well, fine. If it's that there, then... So uh, and so they go, well, we've got all of this money in an escrow account that's not been touched for ages. Maybe he's dead. Yeah. So what we're going to do, we're going to write to him and say, we've got your cash. If right. you want it back, just ask for it. And at that so point... So I asked for it, and they gave it back within 24 hours. Right. And from their point of view, it's like, either we just give it to him, or we just take it. Yeah. And he can get it back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can see from their point of view, they probably would be like, we'll just take yeah, it. Yeah, and you know, I don't know what tax rules they've got around it or anything like that. Mm. You know, if they're paying money 
in tax on my 80 quid. Yeah. I, I, you know, I understand why they would want to close that off. And I guess I always just assumed all that money was not in escrow. But you're probably right. There are probably some strict rules about what you're allowed to do with that money. Yeah. Because if the company goes bust... Yeah. You know, I'm I'm very much a low roller. I've got eighty quid there. There's going to be people who've got hundreds of thousands of pounds in their account. Yeah. Um, so if something you know, something happens, then. Mm. Yeah. Has the Dubai anecdote finished? I can't. No, remember. no, 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 no. We okay. Just, All right. So you're in Dubai. We're on pause. You're okay. We can't. We can't restart the anecdote. Yeah. I got distracted by the plants outside. Sorry. That's okay. What? <laughs> are we are we going to write a sitcom today? Should we? I mean, not yeah. not right now. Let's do a bit more podcast. But okay. well, I thought we were. That's why I'm here. Should we do it? Well, what what's the alternative? <laughs> Eating king prawns. We're, <laughs> we could get some plastic surgery. We could. Let's do what, it. What lunch it would be, and then write about it in the sitcom. You've already had your teeth done. I so, have. So, so you know they're going very well. I'm almost finished. You know they're looking good. You know. They're looking very straight. I'm like five weeks away from them being completely done. Nice. I'm so excited. Very nice. Yeah. It's good. It's working out so far. People say, can I see your teeth? I show them and they say, yeah. I like the cut of this guy's jaw. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> the future is up and up. And up. I tell you what, though. I went to see the guy who gave me the meniscus surgery. Oh, yeah. And he said, so it's all healed, you know, et cetera, et cetera. I was like, yeah, finally it's back. Right. You know, it's been what? 11 months yeah. and I'm like I so it's now... Christmas wasn't it that you tore your knee exactly yeah. so I'm like now I can actually use the knee properly fully in life it doesn't hurt I can do the things right yeah I can't play football anymore but you it's no you weren't very good at it anyway I was quite good but it's no great loss to the footballing culture of the UK and he said well if you'd like to play football we can fix your ACL and what's said, an ACL the anterior cruciate ligament mine is torn oh dear and it and it healed by reattaching itself to the PCL, the posterior cruciate ligament. Right. So these are ligaments. They don't grow back. So they're like stalagmites and stalactites. A, a lot like that, right, yeah. Okay. Suffragettes, suffragists. I'm in. Um, he said, so we could do that. And I was like, uh, it's that surgery. And he went, yes, that's right. Yeah, it'd be surgery. And I'd be like, so straight away you want to do more surgery on this same knee? He said, nah, you know, it depends if you want it fixed kind of thing. Because it's not going to grow back. So they never told you this at the outset? They said, what they said at the outset is, there may be something wrong with the ACL. We're not sure until we go in there. Oh dear. Then when they went in there, they found that there was something wrong, but just fixed the meniscus. Why didn't they do the whole Why didn't they do the whole fucking thing? It's like when you have your tonsils out and they do the abnoids at the same time. I know. Why not do that? Exactly. So then I was like, wait, so how long is the recovery time? He's like, well, about 12 months. So I was like, so I'm going to... You want me to spend the next 12 months again dealing with this knee injury? He was like, mm. it's up to you. You know, I'm not trying to... No, I'd leave it. No, the cat wants to come in. I'll let the cat in. It was very depressing. Hello, Stevie. There she is. Yeah, can't be bothered. So, what are you going to do? Are you going to have it done? What do you think I should do? Um, he said. He said, to be honest, you'll be fine without it. He said... If you were 10 years older, I'd say don't bother because wear and tear, you don't need it. If you were 10 years younger, I'd say definitely get it. Mm. 
So he said, you know, it's up to you. Do you want to, you know, go skiing five times a year? Do you want to... You don't do that, though, do you? Nope. Do you like skiing? Not really. I hate it. I like the um, the lodge. I like the snow bunnies. Uh, I like the hot cocoa. No. You I'll... see, I don't... I don't like skiing. It's not for me. I'm not the biggest fan. I don't like, I don't like skiers. I don't like the skiing community. Don't like... Uh, no, I don't like the community. I don't, I don't like, like high-vis. Oh, I hate I like high vis tracks. Hate, hate high vis. Um, lot of ski assholes on the slopes. If you go, lot. oh, let's go apres ski. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> lot, lot and of when we get home, we're going to go to Twickenham and watch the rugger. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, one time I went skiing when I was fifteen for a school trip, yeah. and I found a wallet, oh. which didn't have any ID, just had notes oh, about three hundred and fifty euro in there. I'll pay for a day skiing. And I was such an idiot. I was so excited about it. I couldn't help but tell my friend. Oh. And then I had to split it with him. Damn it. I sh- should have shut up. I was so excited. I couldn't sit on it. I was like, mate, look what I found. And he was like, well, it's half mine now. But so because of that, I've always kind of had a soft spot for, for skiing. Because <laughs> you once found some money when you were skiing. <laughs> okay. As opposed to King Prawns, which uh, they're on my shit list now. No, I love King Absolutely. Prawns. I don't like skiing. Um, the, the reasons I don't like skiing is I don't like being cold. No. I don't yeah, like yeah. Uh, getting wet. Yeah. And yeah, I really fucking hate falling over. Yeah. So, yeah. Skiing what about nature? How do you feel about nature? Oh, burn it down. <laughs> burn you can't, it's covered in snow. <laughs> there isn't a lot of nature. What? It's just fucking Tarquin going down the Black Run. <laughs> That's not nature. Is that euphemism? No, but what about the you know the the snowy peaks and the pine and the rocks? Oh, look at that on the internet. It's fine. <laughs> Just as good. Yeah. Same experience. Yeah. Except I'm not angry. That's the. Have you ever been snowboarding? Uh, yeah. Far yeah, worse. Yeah. yeah not Far fun. Far worse. No. Not fun. Terrifying. Don't like it. No. I so, won't be doing it again. Mm-mm. And neither will I unless I get my ACL fixed. Yeah. Yeah. But just the idea of spending another year in knee recovery really, really rubbed me the wrong way. Yeah, this is annoying. Just wish they'd done it. Do you know how they fix it? It's quite interesting. They no, take... you're saying it's interesting. Oh, well, it might not be interesting. Okay, let's find out. My, I've not got good form on this podcast so far. Just, just don't worry. They just snip off a bit of your hamstring, Ugh. which is muscle, Ugh. and then they attach it to the torn ligament, oh, and they no. stitch it into the bone. Oh, and the... And that kind of makes a fake new ligament. Oh, and I was like, does your hamstring grow back? He's like, well, about 80% of what it was. It's like, yeah. this seems like there's all kinds of negative drawback things. He was like, well, you know, on the positive side, it very rarely goes wrong. <laughs> See, that to me would be a yeah. red flag. It's going wrong. I know. I just don't. Yeah. I mean, well, what do you think? Should I get it? Probably, but you're going to have to time it right. I got a text message uh, yesterday saying that I'm eligible for my booster jab now. Are you? No way. You're yeah. not that old. No, but I have... As it's been discussed previously, you're only a few years older than me. Well, I had the... Um, I had my jabs early. Oh, yeah. You uh, you got in on the craze. <laughs> I did. I did. I was in uh, I was in hospital for a bit, and they uh, said, oh, we, do you want a booster jab? So does that uh, do, mean do you, you got... Your, do you want your jab? Does that mean you got the AstraZeneca? Then? I got AstraZeneca. Uh, AZ. So that's why well, you that need crew. a booster. They won't, they won't be boosting you with that. But that 
grubby little clique. <laughs> the AstraZeneca's. Caitlin's in that club. Yeah, so they gave me that. So I had a text message yesterday. I went on to go and book it. And I'm, I'm looking to time it where I've got a couple of days at the other end where I haven't got anything on, just in case. In case. You, did you get a bad reaction the first um, time? It wasn't as bad as some people. But it was a bit nasty. But it was a bit, yeah. I was very so, sluggish. Um, yeah, so. so if I've got... You know, if I've got some work coming up or something like that, then I don't want to yeah. get it and then not be able to work. So Sometime around Christmas, then. Yeah, maybe. Um, but, well, no, because I went on to book it, and basically the slots that were available were today, uh, tomorrow, and then a day next week. And that was all that there was. That's weird. Um, so, yeah, so I'm going to give it a few days and then go back on and see. Right, if yeah, can, see if new slots yeah, open up. Which they must do. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah so, so your antibodies days, a few days not waned. having it aren't going to kill me. So you had it in like March or whatever. He says, <laughs> COVID won't kill me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, but if you've had it like that long ago, then your antibodies have presumably been reduced to... Uh, virtually nothing. Virtually nothing. Now, look, talking about COVID, oh. we're not going to name any names, okay. but you have a source... Ah, uh, I do. ...that is suggesting... That we may be about to go into a lockdown. Yes. So tell me what you know, and I'll beep out anything you don't want me to include. Uh, I do, so we so I do a thing called British Rationals, which I'm really excited. There's starting yes, again. I'm going to be starting that, that again. Um, yes, however, we might not be starting it just yet if there's another lockdown. And yeah. we have got a few insider people, as this is a, sat- a satirical thing. That I do. Um, it's a show. You can go to BritishRationals.com, find us on Facebook, Twitter, Insta, all of those places. It's very funny. Man um, on the street type stuff. Yeah, exactly. You play this reporter. Me interviewing people on the street really about uh, about the news. Um, but we do have certain insiders uh, working at the highest echelons. Uh, and we've got a Tory special advisor who has told us, yep, after COP26, we're going in a lockdown. And COP26 ends when? I think That's... it's Sunday. Pretty soon. I think it's Sunday. Yeah. And we're currently on Tuesday. Yeah. So, I don't know, and that's not a definite thing, but apparently it's going to be regional, Mm -hmm. so not everywhere's going to lock down, but um, places like Cornwall and, I don't know, Stoke, or wherever they've had high instances. Um, I don't think the whole of London will lock down. I think it'll be borough by borough. Right. Um, Well, Lambeth's screwed there, aren't we? Yeah. As is Wandsworth, which is where I live. Yeah. Tower Hamlets. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, you know, there'll be there'll be certain places that are just yeah potentially um, yeah certain yeah. places that are just tighten the not screw open anymore. But that'll cause a big problem because you've got Tory ministers not wearing masks. Yep. Uh, but telling you that you've got to stay in your house and not work. Yep. So, I think they'll. I think people just ignore it. I think people ignore it, and then the question is. Do they go all draconian and start to introduce fines and shit like that for people yeah. who are breaking the law? I think they will. Revenue collection, I suppose. I think they will. But uh, it's so just, it's not. It's not. We've got this from a very good source. Um, yeah. So it's not however, nailed on. We it's don't... not nailed. On, you know, politics at the moment. Anything could happen in the next two hours. Couldn't yeah. It? Um, but. Yeah, that's the that's the info that we've it's got. So, it's it's a bit of a stab in the back for the public because for people who don't know, my American listeners or international listeners, we've got we're currently on Plan A for the winter, which basically is carry on, do what you like. Yeah, and then they're like, now if things get worse, 
which well, we've got like thirty to forty thousand people in the hospital. I mean, new cases rather. Every Was day, it one so. in fifty-five people have got it? Yeah. So I don't know how much worse it could really get from that perspective. But they're saying if things get worse, then we'll introduce vaccine passports. Yeah. You know, more mask mandates, uh, work from home, all that kind of stuff. No mention of lockdown. So if they jump straight from plan A to full lockdown, people are going to feel so betrayed. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't know. But that's, that's what we've heard. Of course, in a couple of weeks' time, we're all we'll, still going to we'll, be free to do what we want, and I'll look like an idiot. And um, you know, right, fine. But it's but that's the that's the info that we've got from a, a Tory special advisor. Well, and yeah, that's just bad for people who don't know. And if if here's the thing, like if they're if he's saying it, that means they're talking about it. They're talking about it. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that doesn't surprise me either. You know, you'd have to be talking about it. They've got to be looking at every scenario. Right. So that it would not surprise me one iota that they're they're talking about it. Sure, but it's like how what are the options? What can we do? Yeah, you know, and how so. seriously they're considering it. You know, it will have been mentioned in a whole panoply of like it could be this, it could be this, it could be this. Yeah, yeah. But the fact that they're giving quite a lot of time to it, and then he is feeling emboldened enough to spill the beans. Spill to us. the beans. Yeah, yeah. That tells me there's there's. I was in New York where they've got vaccine passports. I don't have a problem with vaccine passports. Why no. are people worried about vaccine passports? I think the main thing they say is like overreach government power and you'll never get those freedoms back, I think is the main complaint. Um, I- I'm not sure what freedom you're losing. Uh, the freedom to just go down the pub. Well, yeah. get over it. Yeah. It's the 21st century. That's it. So in New York, it wasn't really a big deal. Right, yeah, yeah, half yeah. the places we went to didn't even bother really checking, yeah. and then occasionally the places would check. Obviously, I don't have the New York pass. I just showed them a QR code. Yeah. They didn't scan it. I showed them with my ID, so they could tell it's me, and that was it. Yeah. So I didn't really have a problem with it, except on the one day when I was there for a wedding. After the ceremony, we went to the um, reception place, which was like a pub venue type thing in the back so there's this big group of like over 100 people we're going to this venue and they know we're coming we've booked it out yeah and the mother of the bride did not have her covid pass everybody else in like there's like 120 people 150 maybe was she not allowed in oh dear so she had to do a two and a half hour round trip back home to get it Mother of the bride. And by the way, they weren't scanning any passes. They weren't noting down people's names. They were just looking at it and nodding and letting you in. So somebody could have just forwarded it to her. Oh, well. It was, yeah. That was when I was, you know, it was like, this is so stupid. This is like, this is like when you go to the post office or something and like you're... Like, for me, this happens to me. Like, Newmark Jones sometimes has a hyphen, sometimes it doesn't. Yeah. The amount of times they're like, well, this isn't you. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, come on, man. Please, use your brain. It's like that. Bureaucracy. Don't like bureaucracy. No. No. So you're in Dubai. Yep. And you are teaching history. Stalactite. Stalagmites and... What was the other one? Suffragettes. Suffragettes. Uh, to a 15 year old yep. and in between playing Call of Duty he goes to the beach and there's a woman there who's had lots of plastic surgery and she's ordered the king prawns she doesn't like the king prawns with the shells on the waiter takes the shells off and gives them back to her she eats them mm-hmm. 
And I said to her, yeah, nothing, because I was under a very strict contract. Oh, dear. But I would have said to her... Oh, yeah, yeah. ...that I identify as prawn, and my pronouns are prawn, and uh, I found it offensive. But I didn't say that to her. As I said, I was being paid very handsomely to not do anything of the sort. But if I had have said something to her, I would have said... I'm on the seafood diet. Right. Seafood. Yeah. And I eat it. Seafood. That is not just any food. Is the anecdote stopped? No. Okay. <laughs> are we in hour two? When we get to hour two, I'll let you know how this punchline... Where are we up to? How <laughs> much have we done? <laughs> how long has it seen? <laughs> I'm going to need you to finish the anecdote for me. What? We're at an hour 11. We can, we can stop now if you want, I suppose. I don't know what the anecdote... I don't know how it ends. Listen. In a way, anecdotes never end. Right? Because oh. these, are, these are just real. They, they could do. <laughs> and you could argue the best ones do. <laughs> I mean, I don't mind it if, it if it finishes. Now, are you familiar with the comedic form of the shaggy dog story? Uh, yes. That's basically what I've done here. Right. You happy with that? Shall I tell you a joke instead? Yeah, okay. Okay. All right. So, Herschel is hanging with his mates. Oh, yeah. Okay. Moshe and Levi. Okay. And he goes, guys, how are you doing with your wet ladies? And they're both like, ah, you know, it. it's difficult. Now we're older, you know, it's... I love her, but sometimes I, I just can't get the juice going. Yeah, yeah. And her sugar host voice. <laughs> I was exactly the same as you. But what I did is I went to a new doctor and he gave me these pills. And I take one of them and I am solid as a rock. And me and Rose, we just go, 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 go. Right. And Levi and, and uh, Moshe are like, oh my God. That's incredible. Right. And he goes, yep, yeah, me and my wife, we've, we've, never been, we've never been happier. And he's like, you know, I might be old, my memory might be going, I might be going blind, but I can bang. And they're like, Jesus, okay, wow. You've got to tell us, who, who's this doctor? And he goes, oh, my memory is... Oh. And they're like, Herschel, come on, we need this. We're falling apart here. Give up the goods. Give up the goods. And he goes, oh, oh okay. Um, okay, what's, what's that thing called? It's like, it's, it's green. And I go, I'm like, what do you mean? Like grass? No, 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 no. It's, but it's a plant, yeah. It's, it's got green, but it, it, like, it, it, grows, it grows up. It grows up. And they're like, what, ivy? I don't know. What are you talking about? And he goes, no, 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 not Ivy. It's, it's, got, it's got sharp bits on it. It's good. And there's like a flower. There's a, like a red flower. And, and Levi goes, what? Rose? And Herschel goes, that's it. Rose, what's the name of the doctor? So you're in Dubai, <laughs> and you're teaching history, 
to a 15 year old boy and if you like this kind of material look out for the sitcom coming soon teach me a 15 year old boy about the suffragettes and the suffragites just same difference and uh, you're playing a lot of Call of Duty loads one day you're on the beach having lunch private beach private beach having lunch and a woman who's had a lot of plastic surgery uh, orders the king prawns. She's not happy about the king prawns because they've got disgusting bits on it. Wrinkles up her nose. Half the, half the prawn. Wrinkles her nose up. She says to the waiter, you've got to take the shells off. The waiter takes the shells off, puts the prawns back on the table, takes the shells away. And you didn't say to her, I'm on the seafood diet. I didn't say I identify as a prawn either. You, you didn't. Didn't, didn't, say, say, didn't say that. No. Didn't say that. What, um, where do we, um, where do we, where do we go? I just asked her how, how the prawns were. How were they? She said they're delicious. I mean, it's not quite Peter Rustinoff level, is it? But, is, is well, delicious is the opposite of disgusting, of course. Yeah. She thought they were disgusting a minute before. Very fickle. Very, very fickle. If you are still listening to this, <sighs> what are you doing? Go and have a good long. Go and ring your loved ones or something. Just go and tell people you know. that you care, that you've made some mistakes in your life, but you're turning a corner. You know, people can change. I'm exhausted. You know one of the quickest ways people can change? Plastic surgery. You've, you're really clutching at straws. I think we should turn this off. <laughs> I can't. The entertainer in me won't allow us to finish on this note. <laughs> the human in me is screaming out. So, the day after... See, the funny You're thing the is, beach. he forgot his wife's name. Y- yeah. Yeah. Rose. Okay. Okay. Go on. The next day, yeah. after you've been on the beach, yeah. because you're in Dubai, you're teaching yeah. history That's right. Yeah. Uh, to a 15-year-old, all about the suffragettes and, and the suffragists. suffragists. And uh, one day you're on, you're on a beach, mm-hmm. and uh, there's a woman there with lots of plastic surgery, and Tough. she's... She orders the king prawns, and mm. the king prawns come. They've got the shells on them. Yeah. And she says, these are disgusting. The waiter takes the shells off the prawns. He puts the prawns down. She eats the prawns. He takes the shells away. You say, how are the prawns? She says, delicious. Delicious. What, um, what happened the day after that? Well, we played Call of Duty, yeah. I'd say, for a few hours. Okay. As we often did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we learned a bit about history, mainly suffragists su- and suffragists. And suffragists. Um, we'd often have lunch down on this beach, this little private beach. Oh yeah. Quite often, yeah. Most days. Very nice. I'd say. It was nice, yeah. They did really good seafood. Yeah, I've heard. Yeah. I love seafood. A bit disgusting when they come out, but filthy. They taste delicious. Yep, garlic butter and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I ordered the king prawns. Well, I don't blame you. They got such a glowing recommendation. Absolutely. Did they come with the shells on or off? They came with the shells on. So they hadn't learned. 
I gave this man six of the best, not prawns. <laughs> and he thanked me and scuttled off. See, I was learning from the, the uber-rich how to treat people. Please turn the recording off. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I'm stuck. We're stuck. Oh, God. <laughs> Tell me an anecdote. Let's finish on an anecdote. Oh, <laughs> so no any anecdotes. Oh, I'm so tired. Yeah, this is exhausting. This was meant to give us energy, this yes, podcast. Pep us up. We've got to write at least an episode today. What time is it? All right. It's half past 12. I don't know. I'm begging for lunch. Yeah, King Prawns? <laughs> Thanks for listening to the show if you've enjoyed it please give us five stars and consider becoming a subscriber and maybe even supporting us on patreon really 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 helps me continue making this show uh, if you haven't enjoyed it then you can fuck off many many thanks to nil tennis steer for the amazing music and to dave fox for the cool artwork please keep coming back every week for more bliss of the abyss